afternoon for us. Good morning for you. Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know what time you're listening. Hi. <laughs> Just hi. <laughs> We're so hyperactive. All we've had is like iced tea. <laughs> peppermint iced tea. We've been sipping on our peppermint iced tea. Haven't I haven't got, got peppermint, hon. Got oh, peach iced got? tea. Oh, nice. I've gone through such a peach iced tea. Um, what's the word? Phase. Phase, that's it, that's the one. Hibiscus peach is the best, tea. I think. No, I'm a peach iced tea or peppermint. I've got peppermint at the minute because I brushed my teeth just before. Oh, so perfect. I didn't want that mm, funny taste. Perfect. So for today's episode, we've got another guest. We love a good guest at the moment, don't we, Neve? Yeah. Got so many. sarcastic. <laughs> so in general, <laughs> we, we love a guest. Like, we've met so many amazing people. No, we actually do love having guests. And talk to so to many. People. And you chat to people you never, like... We even From around the world. To, yeah, I would never have spoken to Lily on a phone. Like, no. if we didn't have a podcast. But here we are, having a good old chit-chat, talking about health and wellness. And it's just so, so nice. And I, it's, it's nice. such a good episode for girls, like especially around our age, because I feel like there's a lot of things and experiences that we've talked about in this podcast that loads of people mm. will be able to relate to. Um, yeah. And sure, especially yeah. if you're in like the wellness industry and you've really got into your wellness this lockdown or you've already been into it, um, it'll be nice to see that there's like very like minded people and you're not the only one in your friend group that's into wellness. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, what do we talk about? We talk about like pursuing our potentials and like breaking the norms, social media, YouTube. Yeah, everything. It's a typical The Red Charge Club podcast, to be fair. Like <laughs> the no whole structure. It's like, no, do you know what I mean? Like the, the, <laughs> the podcast reminded me of The Red Charge Club today. Like it was like very The Red Charge Club aesthetic. <laughs> yeah 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 but anyway. Lily is a lovely guest so we hope yes. that you enjoy the episode we're gonna shut up now so then you can just listen to her and us again rambling on <laughs> hyperactive on iced teas for no reason yes 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 okay. well, well enjoy, enjoy the episode <laughs> bye, bye. hey and welcome back today we are joined welcome. Lily. welcome so Lily, can you tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into the wellness and health space? Yeah, for sure. So um, I, um, I'm a full-time college student and about a year and a half ago, I really just fell into this, I guess you could say like depressed, anxious, just a really bad like mental place. And that essentially like catapulted me into um the health and wellness community, because that was my way out essentially of this like poor mental state. Um, and so last May, um, I decided to take an even bigger leap and I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And that has been the coolest experience of my entire life so far. Um, and it, it's, it's something that I'm even more passionate about than I'm studying in, in school. I'm a communications major, um, which is still really, really helpful, especially when understanding how humans interact with one another. But I'm so passionate about 
helping other girls my age just essentially become the best versions of themselves. And I think that health and wellness, and there's so many things that, that play into health and wellness. I feel like that term is super broad. Um, but for me, something that I think is so important is obviously nutrition, fueling your body with at least like 80% whole real foods, fruits, veggies, all the good stuff, um, and movement, like every, every day, joyful movement, like finding something that, you know, a way that you love to move because it's different for everybody. And then mindset as well. So whether that's like journaling or even just like taking a walk outside to clear your head, doing a breathing exercise, like those are, I guess, like the three main components of my health and wellness practice. Um, okay. That was a really long answer and I totally got off topic, but that's kind of like how I, how I got into the health and wellness community essentially. No, I love it. I love, we go off on absolute tangents, but yeah, Perfect. we absolutely love that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a genuine raw chit chat, but yeah. So in your health coaching, what is your biggest takeaways? Like what have you learned that you didn't, you, you went into, but you had no idea about like something that's really surprised you. Something that's really surprised me. Um, when I started taking on clients, I was so nervous. Um, and I, Obviously, like I didn't want to, you know, steer people down the wrong path or whatever. And, and it's really what a health coach does. Um, there are more, the way that I like to explain it to people is a health coach is essentially like a football coach or like a sports coach. And they're there to, you know, create a game plan with you to essentially help you win the game. And they're there to cheer you on the whole time and give you the tools that you need, the practices that you need, the skills that you need to get you to win the game of life in this scenario. Um, and so something that I learned while I was starting to take on clients is that, um, I guess for me, like <laughs> I, I had kind of grown up around like the health and wellness community. My parents were always super involved. Um, they owned a gym growing up. My mom is a health coach actually. So she's been, you know, really helping me through like starting my business and stuff in that aspect. Um, so like, I always kind of knew like, this is how you cook certain vegetables. And like, this is, you know, you want to stay on the perimeter of the grocery store because that's where the healthy stuff is. I'm not really sure how it is in, in Europe, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you just kind of like, they're like these little tips and tricks, I guess, that I kind of knew in my head. And I thought that everybody knew as well. Um, but not everybody grew up like that. And especially in the States where health and wellness is such a low priority for a lot of people. Um, I, I guess I was just surprised to see how many people truly needed this and how many people truly wanted it. Mm, yeah, that's really interesting because I always find like on Instagram, especially I'm drawn to more Canadian and US based health and wellness influencers, I'd say, or not the term influencers, but you know what I mean, kind of in that space. So vlogs, Instagram, all of that is more oriented around there, I'd say. Yeah, in Europe and especially the UK, there's there's deliciously Ella, but there's no one really like young and our age. So it's quite interesting that you've obviously seen that there's more people who are now interested in being yes. coached. Mm. Yes, I feel like it's grown more in the UK from lockdown. But before that, like the wellness space wasn't very big here and the health space wasn't like as big in the UK, but I feel like it's definitely growing becoming like more of a thing in the UK recently 
Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. What advice would you give to young women wanting to get into the health space? Yeah, you've built up such an amazing following. Like you're influencing yeah. so many people. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. That I mean, that just makes me smile because that's my biggest goal is just to just help people like become the best versions of themselves, whether that's like, you know, they see a post from me and they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to make this recipe because it's going to be good for me and it's going to fuel me and it's, and it's going to be nutritious. Um, or even taking it to the extent of my clients are all people who watched my YouTube videos and followed me on Instagram and like wanted to be a piece. They, they, you know, wanted a piece of, of what I, what I did for myself. Um, and how I was able to pull myself out of such a, a dark, sad time, like mentally and physically. Okay. But back to your question, one piece of advice that I would say to someone interested in getting into the health and wellness community, um, are you saying like someone who's interested in doing like the health and wellness, like business aspect, or just someone interested in becoming healthier or both? Both. Yeah. Both. both. Okay. Yeah. Both. Okay. Um, to someone who's just interested in creating a healthier lifestyle for themselves, I'll intertwine the two answers. Okay. For someone interested in starting a healthy lifestyle for themselves, I would say follow people who inspire you um, to be the best that you can be. Um, and I think a lot of times, in, and you guys might've even picked up on this too, there are a lot of like health and wellness influencers who don't necessarily have like the average person's like best intentions, like they're kind of just hard to relate to their, you know, suggestions and habits are kind of hard to follow. Like, I don't know if you guys have like seen this as well, or, or just like the things that they promote are just like unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for people trying to get into the health and wellness community or just become like healthier in general, it's really hard to follow someone whose habits and suggestions are so unrealistic. Um, and then I guess for someone trying to go into like the business aspect of health and wellness, I would say um, essentially like get some some type of certification, I think has been the best um, component for me to even learn about myself and then learn how to help others because anybody can, you know, make like a green juice and like post the benefits online. And while, while there's nothing wrong with that, um, I just think that having some sort of training is really, really helpful when you're trying to, when you have such like a big platform and such a big audience, it's like you have a responsibility to be more knowledgeable than just like the average, you know, like this is my green juice and this is why it's yummy for me, you know? I loved what you said about the unrealistic goals, because sometimes when you're following some people that do things like that, it's so almost like, uh, I can't think of the word, not patronizing, you know and it's like so much stress that you can't do anything and you can't make a start completely because it's just too much to take in oh yeah um, for sure and it's it's so overwhelming when you get yeah that's the word yeah 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 I know exactly how you feel yeah no completely so we've been like following your social media pages and following your stories and we're particularly interested in like how you deal with your judgment because we know you've been through a lot um mm-hmm. so how would you say the breaking the norm to pursue your potential how would you sort of was, yeah. breaking the norm to pursue my potential? I love that. Okay. So, um, breaking the norm. I, you guys are familiar with sororities, right? And like Greek life in America. Yes. yes. Oh my okay. God. Like I always look up to it and I think that's so cool, but I can also see the really like 
bad side to it as well but when you're watching American films I'm always like oh my god it's I the be American rom-com films yeah it's like I want to be the sorority <laughs> yeah um and it's funny because I think it's very romanticized especially in films and stuff but I will say like Greek life is fun and you know if you want to have like a really good time in college like the time that I spent having fun was really fun but then the other time that I spent, this is going to sound stupid, the other time that I spent not having fun wasn't fun. Like, essentially in Greek, um, you're put into, the process is very long. I'll give you guys like the shortest version that I can. You're put into like houses through like recruitment and it's a lot and it's a lot of stereotypical like placements and the conversations that you have with girls, they're not like real conversations. They're just like such surface level conversations. And so you get into these houses with girls that you barely even know. And the conversations that you had were like so shallow and like so surface level. Um, And then these girls are supposed to be your sisters, your best friends for life, your bridesmaids. And I sadly never really found that um, in the house that I was in and and by house I mean like you're literally living with like 70 girls um which is a lot like I don't know do you guys have like sisters or do you guys have like girl roommates like it's a lot to live with with other girls and um so that was one one factor I don't even what what was even the, the original question oh pursuing my potential okay sorry um so yeah I was basically living in this house with like 70 other girls and it was just a lot. Um, And then this, it kind of led me down this path of not being able to really focus on my academics. I was really just focused on like living for the weekend essentially. And, or even like the weekdays, like Wednesday nights, like wine Wednesday and like thirsty Thursday Friday and then you have Saturday and then you recover Sunday and then you do it all again and it was just this like vicious cycle of like unhealthy eating unhealthy habits and I just was not okay like mentally and physically was not okay um and I knew that something had to change so I remember sitting in my car um like right before finals this was a little over a year and a half ish ago no a little under a year and a half ago um I was sitting in my car and I was talking to my mom and I was just sobbing and I was like mom I'm just like literally at the lowest that I've ever been like I really I just need I need change I need to come home and she was like okay you can come home and so I packed my bags and um the drive was about 12 13 hours so my mom actually flew out to my school picked me up and we drove home And, um, I got a lot of, I don't say like backlash in a sense from like girls in my house for leaving. And like, I also had a social media presence. And so like, I had to explain, you know, to my followers, like an audience of people watching me who follow me for my college videos, for my college journey. I had to explain to them that I was no longer going to be this college girl that they followed me for, um, and so, and so that was really hard because I was kind of like breaking out of the norm. Oh, and then COVID happened. So then everybody's paths were just 
you know, totally shifted and everybody was shaken up. And, um, yeah, I was just, I, I truly think that everything happens for a reason. And so being able to break from the norm of college and sorority life and just being able to come home, I think was the best decision that I've ever made. And then, like I said, with my integrative health coaching program, um, which also isn't like a normal thing for like 20 year olds to do. Um, most of my classmates, I want to say are like in their thirties and forties. And so breaking the norm for that and just being like a young person in such a like older person, like dominated space, I think is a really interesting experience as well. So, um, I would say to anyone out there who like feels like they aren't in the right place, um, just keep pushing. And it, if you feel uncomfortable, it just means that you're on the edge of of something really, really exciting and you're getting to exactly where you need to be. Yeah, I completely agree. I just started reading, um, I don't know if you've read it, but The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Um, but he's just no I, ha- I haven't read that oh you have to read it it's really really good but um, he just mentioned about how you need to find your potential and your purpose in life and I think from listening to what you've said it sounds as though like that's this is your purpose like you've got to find something that you're so so passionate about and something that really drives you and if that's helping other people to pursue their greatest healthy and just pushing them into the wellness space which may not naturally come to them it clearly is something that I don't know the word gosh it's just gone from my head it's clearly (laughs) something that pushes you and it drives you so it's really interesting to hear that and like you said it is a bit different um I didn't realize how much how much your clients would be older I thought they'd be our sort of age if I'm honest yeah that shocked me too oh 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 maybe maybe I phrased that wrong the um the people who are like so the institute of integrative nutrition Mm -hmm. is a school essentially and um and my classmates are in their older like 30s 40s the clients that I have are all like our age they're all girls that are just yeah yeah but um not like I would be a poet I mean, I probably wouldn't take on someone like in their thirties or forties, at least not right now, just because I, I don't know what that walk of life is like, you know, but I mean, maybe down the road when I'm 30 or 40, that might be cool. But, um, I, I think for girls, our age, it's kind of like a friendship in a way and like a mentorship. Um, whereas like if you're talking to someone who's in their 30s, 40s, 50s, like getting advice on college, obviously like they have wisdom and they have a few years on you, but it's so much easier to relate to and get advice from someone our age. And that's why I think like influencers too have gained so much, um, what's the word for it? Neve? I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you made me forget the word. Um, Spotlight. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exposure, like, exposure. Yeah, exposure, exposure. That's perfect. Like people who are young and have all this exposure, they are, I guess, easier to relate to in a sense. So yeah. like, that's why girls 
want to follow you know and they have the same pressures as well so like the pressures of drinking the pressures of going yeah exactly exactly you can be quite judged for being quite introverted or I was gonna say drinking as much alcohol eating a certain way and I think sometimes it can be quite nice to know that you're not alone that being introverted at points can be really cool and to know Mm -hmm. that there's other girls who enjoy doing exercise and doing yoga and doing meditations and journaling and me and Aaliyah have spoken about this before but we've experienced like friendships where they've kind of just drifted or fizzled out a bit because we didn't resonate in the same way anymore we didn't have like that high positive vibes and the love for wellness it just it just wasn't it just wasn't the same, which is completely normal. Not everyone has the same passion. Yeah, obviously it's, but you should respect nice someone else and relate to other people. And I feel like so many people, especially on the sorority topic, when you said that you you like struggled with the girls around you, I feel like so many young girls will relate to that, where they've found themselves in awkward friendship groups or where they've had not that many people around them that understand them or they've struggled to make new friendships. Like I feel like so many people will relate to things like that which is why me and Neve actually would like to do a podcast episode on like making friends in your 20s and relating to people in your 20s because I feel like that is such a such a big thing because like there is I mean society norms have expanded recently and there's definitely a lot more and a lot more diverse things and people but it's still like very very do you know us and our yeah. words today? I know, yeah. I don't know what Very, it is. Um, <laughs> can't you. It's that Friday feeling. <laughs> it is that Friday yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Except but um, for- no, I, I totally agree. I mean, it is so hard to find people that you vibe with. And I, I wanted to say the older I get, I'm only 20. But I mean, seriously, the older I get, the, the more I realize that the less friends, you, you don't need to have all these friends. Like the less friends that you have, the better I, I don't know. And I've always been sure. like a keep my yeah. keep my circle small type of girl. But um, I mean, I saw this quote the other day that was like, if your friends aren't um, starting businesses, going for their goals, um, you know, reading, reading books, um, and then like a, a slew of other things. But, you know, if your friends aren't doing these personal development tasks or if your circle isn't participating in personal development tasks then that's not a circle that's a cage and I was like "Ooh, that's good that is that is good that's that's a really good quote we actually interviewed um I don't know if you follow uh Shania but wellness by Shania and she was saying um you are the average of the five people you're closest to and this is stuck in my head ever since she said it it's so so true Mm. (laughs) oh 100 and um and the people who you're closest to I was reading a statistic and I I don't like remember the exact like facts or statistics around it but something along the lines of like if the people around you are participating in healthy habits um then you have like a 171 percent chance of also obtaining I don't even know how that's possible a 171% chance of of also obtaining those healthy habits but whereas if the opposite effect happens if the people around you are participating in unhealthy habits like you know like binge drinking or eating a lot of processed foods not moving their bodies just like little stuff like that I mean they're big big things in our eyes but to the average person like that's that's just what college kids do they eat junk food they drink 
they sit around all day and they go to their classes and like barely get by and you have a 71 or 171% chance of also participating in those bad activities if that's what the people around you do. So you truly are the a combination of the people that you surround yourself with. I, I truly believe that. That's so true 100%. as well. I mean, I spend a lot of my time talking to Neve, obviously, because she's my best friend. And I definitely feel like a lot of Neve's habits I do now, like more as like a mini Neve. <laughs> We're each other's left and right arm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, and, and you really only need like one or two like true like go to like ride or dies and you can have like certain friends for certain things oh yes definitely 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 I believe that (laughs) I mean you have already touched on this but have you got any advice for any like young women young females out there that may be struggling like you was yeah for sure um I would say you know if you're in a really like bad place mentally physically spiritually um I think obviously, you know, reach out for help because nobody wants to see you go through that. And I mean, when I was at my lowest, one of my friends was like, you should start going to therapy, which is a really hard thing for someone to first off tell you. And then second off to actually follow through with going, but it really did help. Um, And then I think too, like, I mean, mental illness, it's not really widely talked about. So I think that you know, just holding space for people to be able to share their stories is really important. So, you know, I mean, thanks for asking me this question essentially, but um, I think just remember that, you know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and there are things that you can do today that will begin to, to help you see the light at the end of the tunnel, even if they seem stupid, like journaling can seem so stupid, especially when you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. Um, But just, you know, putting pen to paper and maybe just writing down how you feel or maybe a few things that you're grateful for or one thing that made you smile that day um, can make so much more of a difference than you think it can. So essentially, I would just say like, just start practicing the little things and change doesn't happen overnight, but it's those little teeny tiny things that you do today that will help you get through to tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's 100% like, completely agree with everything that you said it's about having a grateful mindset and like just shifting your mindset to be more positive I think it was in one of your recent episodes on your podcast but you mentioned about having a good mental hygiene I was just wondering what kind of habits do you implement to do that because I thought it was just it was so nice how you put it mental hygiene like obviously you have sleep hygiene and it's like a way to cleanse and I guess recharge so what kind of tips or habits would you recommend for anyone trying to better themselves or yeah just just feel better yeah for sure um so mental hygiene I guess it's just a term I actually heard it on a podcast um I forget her name but anyway yeah, I heard that on a podcast, but I was like, mental hygiene, that's good. Yeah, because like you said, you brush your teeth. It's just one thing that you do. Mm, um, yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, you got to be taking care of your mind, right? Like if you're taking care of your body, like brushing your teeth, you should be taking care of your mind too. Um, and and that looks different for everybody. For me, I like to journal every day. Um, I like to like get outside, go on walks. I like to, I, I think one of you mentioned gratitude. I love to write down a few things that I'm grateful for. Um, or like a something that made me happy 
something that made me happy that day. Um, or even just taking time to talk to the ones that I love, check in with them. They check in with me. Um, what's something else that's good. Oh, and moving my body too. Like working out isn't just a physical thing. It's totally a mental thing too. Like you get that endorphin release and it just feels so good. Just moving your body, even if it's just like going on a walk or you could go on like a five mile run, or you could do like a really intense workout, or you could do some light Pilates. Like it doesn't matter what you do, but if you move your body, you're going to get that endorphin release and you're going to get this mental clarity on like anything that you've ever experienced before. So I would definitely say like working out, journaling. Um, yeah, those are my, my quick tips. When I've not done a workout, I've like really know about it. Like I get so stressed and overwhelmed, like just a simple workout or like movement of my body can change my mood so much it's, oh, it's for sure. podcast yeah this like it's podcast. yeah literally that yeah i'm a special rainer hopefully by then it, it might warm up it might warm up we're getting towards summer spring slowly <laughs> yeah it's coming around the corner isn't it crazy that like this has been going on for almost a year like it's this time la- this time last year like people were starting to like really pick up on what was going on and like yeah my sister and I were looking at Snapchat stories yesterday or Snapchat memories yesterday yeah, yeah. and just looking at like stuff from like the full lockdown mm-hmm. and like yeah. just all the, just the craziness. It just like, it honestly like makes my like heart rate go up. Just thinking about like, just how wild it was like a year ago and how we had yeah. no clue. Yeah, We had no clue. Think, don't you think it's so weird how much growth everyone's down I don't know about you but like I feel like a I'm yeah I'm a different person being. yeah I'm a different oh, person so different me too I I don't even like I look at pictures and I'm like I don't even know who that girl is like <laughs> yeah. she's she's a different person than I am today yeah, yeah. that it's is crazy so you said something on your podcast about like if you don't look back at your self a year ago and cringe you haven't grown enough and I was like yes that's so true like I look back I don't necessarily cringe but I think wow like you you had no clue hun like you would not have started a podcast you would not have done this like you were so shy and it's almost like being forced into being an introvert and staying at home has made me more confident than ever it's crazy yeah I totally agree um and even just like being in um because I mean I don't know about you guys but I I'm still living at home with my family like my parents my sister um and just like being surrounded by the people that I love has allowed me to become a better version of myself yeah mm-hmm. I agree I like finding stuff like I've just I've done more sitting with myself and like mm-hmm. calling friends and meditating and like you said you enjoy journaling I've really really got into journaling and just finding things to keep myself occupied but not just sitting around and watching tv it's definitely been within the health and wellness space and exercise and like you said just focusing on mental hygiene more than I've ever ever done before yeah me too yeah I totally agree and I I think it made a lot of people realize like okay I am truly important it's not like you know just all all the things that we used to do that we used to worry about just seems so crazy that we used to worry about those things before you know, and now it's like, okay, this is what's important. It's myself, my health, the health of my family, those around me, strangers, even like, that's what's important. And that's just, it's crazy. Like how much of a shift can happen. I know. And like, it's like a global shift as well. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. 
it's just funny how how people have reacted differently to being in lockdown but I also think what's funny is how when you change and you shift you then bring you attract those people the amount of people that me and Aaliyah both have attracted into our lives recently like through the podcast especially because I mean we probably wouldn't be having this conversation if we didn't have a podcast I mean I'm sure we wouldn't have but it's crazy that we can then talk and talk about our experiences and talk about the wellness space with people who understand friends and yeah Yeah. it's 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 like a community of people like Mm. I've got such different people in my life at the moment and I've also got obviously some people have always been in my life but I feel like I've definitely this lockdown learned like who the true people are in my life who like the best influences are in my life and like who keep me positive um, which is something I probably wouldn't have done if we weren't in this position so it's definitely had its positives yeah I totally agree with everything that you guys just said like yeah totally agree and, I, and I've started meditating and stuff like that I like don't think I would have got into it that much if I wasn't in lockdown um, but I love it it's like one of the best things mm. I've ever done so I love it yeah yeah shall we talk about your YouTube channel sure yeah I don't even think we've we've dipped our toe in the water in YouTube um <laughs> yeah let's talk about it so when did you start it because like, you've got a huge following on YouTube obviously with your vlogs and you said that you had a pressure to keep up with college content but for the listeners that don't know you what content do you put out now on YouTube yeah so um I started my channel my senior year of high school so um it was like 2017 yeah, like August of 2017. Um, so I vlogged like my whole senior year of high school. Um, and then the summer before college, I started posting like shopping for my dorm, shopping for just like college this, college that. And that really attracted a big group of people because people are interested in the college content. They want to see what it's like. And then of course, like when I w- went through sorority recruitment people were really interested in that they were really interested in the college moving vlogs and that's what really attracted like a big portion of my audience and then obviously you know when I left my old school um, I actually transferred to like an on-campus university that's in my hometown but I still lived at home with my parents and so um, for a lot of people I think that they just stopped watching um, because I wasn't the college YouTuber that they wanted me to be. I was actually having a conversation with my mom the other day about how like a good portion of my subscriber base is still searching for the college content. They're not really interested in what I'm posting now, um, but my newer subscribers or, I mean, people have been with me from the very beginning. So huge shout out to the people who've been with me because y'all are like the true OGs. Like there are some people who will comment and they're like, I don't know if um, if you guys can see this on your like YouTube comments, but there's like a little like red like circle next to their name, and it says like subscribed for like one year, subscribed for four years. Like, can you guys see that at all on like YouTube? You know, I've never actually paid attention to that. Um, I'm gonna look really? now. Yeah, you should, because um, because you can see, or maybe it's just like a like a new it is a newer feature but you can see like how long people are subscribed for so like as long as people have their subscriptions I don't know it's like a setting that they have to have on their end but um for some people I can see it really okay maybe it's just like a new thing that like they're only because it's like brand new but 
Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully you can get it because it's cool to see how long people are subscribed for. And I still get comments from people who have been subscribed for like four years. It's, it's insane. Um, but yeah, so, but, but a huge base is still like, just, I don't want to say like, they're like leftover from like the college content, but a lot of my subscribers aren't really interested in what I have to offer now. Um, which is more of like health and wellness content, working content, because I'm starting a business and I'm doing YouTube and I'm still in college. So I have a lot on my plate, but it's not like the stereotypical, like I'm on a college campus, I'm living in a sorority house. And I think that a lot of people still want to see that for me. And I'm in a very like transformative, like shifting period, which is so hard for me um, because like I want, I want people to love the content that I'm putting out. Obviously, like anytime that you're creating content, you want people to love it. Um, but just knowing that like, I obviously can't give people like the college content anymore. Um, that's hard for me because I want to be able to give people what they want to watch, but I'm also so disconnected from the college lifestyle right now. Mm. I think you'll attract, you attract your audience at the end of the day. I don't know. Do you follow Mimi Bouchard? Um, um I've heard her name. Yeah. Yeah, I love her, but she went through like a transformative stage where she obviously was in a reality TV show like Made in Chelsea in London, and now and she kind of was seen in like this bad life. I never knew TV. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah. I've obviously not followed her for long, so if I look at her now, I would never I ever guess that. That's blown my mind. <laughs> yeah, and she had wow. this, like transition. She had this like transition period, and she said like, "Oh, I had this point where I had to like reestablish myself." She was in a kind of like balancing the waters bit in the middle and now she's just completely bloomed and now she's fulfilling her true purpose and she says like she's in alignment and that's where then like the ogs are there and like he said but then you also resonate with more of your audience and they'll resonate with you and you know you you'll create more of a community so yeah and, and thank you for saying that because that's such like a good reminder for me um because i and you guys probably know the feeling like you want, you want to be able to reach as many people as you can. And it like sucks to see that some, that you can't meet the needs of your audience anymore. Um, but it's just like a transformative period, you know? And it's like, I know that I'm attracting the people that need to be here and like need to see what I, or, or at least like want to see what I have to say. Um, or like need the message that I'm sending, you know, in a sense. And so that's why I've kind of been more focused on like growing my Instagram platform because that's, I feel like an easier way for me to reach people so quickly. Whereas like YouTube, you know, you film it and then you edit it and then maybe it goes up like a week later. And I feel like by then we're in such a state of like constant content. By then it's like old news, you know? Completely <laughs> so agree. Like, it's like, like this. this is old news. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I've done YouTube for like quite a few years and mm -hmm. I took a massive break. Um, and in that break, I, I did lose like a lot of my following because obviously when you're not active for like a right. year, you are going to yeah. lose people and you do change. And I feel like when I came back, like I wasn't what people wanted to see anymore. And then that really upsets me. So I'm now working on getting myself a new audience. Um, who yeah, can grow. that's exactly, exactly how I feel. Um, it's definitely hard it's like mentally very hard because you're putting in all of this work and like you feel like you're not getting anything back but you are 
like you are like you're doing amazing trust me like when I'm looking at your socials from my side I'm like wow I'd love to be up to that level so you are absolutely smashing it thank you thank you like and And, I think it's so underestimated how much hard work goes into YouTube and Instagram and stuff and this is something I always always try and like push out like it's not just taking a photo or recording a video and uploading it like there's so much more to it hours and hours and hours and hours of work that goes into it and people have no idea yeah they have no idea because they just see the final product and Uh they're like oh what what a cool picture it's like no 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 I went on a full photo shoot I switched my outfit 10 times like I did (laughs) my hair I did my makeup (laughs) like like and then I and then I wrote the caption and the caption took like three days to write because I had to proofread it and like I I changed my ideas like a million times and so yeah yeah, and that's just for Instagram. <laughs> that's just yeah. one example. So people, and people just see the final product and they, they love it and they want to, they, they want more essentially. So it's like cool that people always want more constant content, but it can be so overwhelming for creators because Definitely. everything, everything's contentable, you know, mm. like even recording this podcast now is like contentable. Like we should be vlogging this. We should be posting on Instagram. We should be like, you know, just recording every bit of our lives but it's like where's the fine line yeah and I also do think like with social media like touching on what you just said some people think some people's lives are so amazing and all of this but they only see a small part of it although it takes hours and days to record and take content you still are only seeing a small part of people's lives yeah like it's a highlight reel at the end of the day like yeah. filters and yeah like you said you'll take 100 pictures and you pick the best one like oh trust me the amount of photos on my camera roll <laughs> which cannot be uploaded to instagram from my half i mean i should upload them i should be more real but like it's hard <laughs> so. it's so hard it's so yeah. hard and people i don't i feel like influencers just like aren't respected and it's it sucks we're, we're like we're not respected at all we're looked down on I feel like especially yeah. recently it's looked down on to be in this like community it's mm-hmm. not a, it's a negative thing I think it's turned into yeah and I don't even like to call myself an influencer because Same. it comes with such a negative connotation Same. oh my gosh but I'm it's like you agree yeah and what people don't realize is that like you are everything. You're the face of the business. You are the administrative team. You're dealing with the finances. You're dealing with, uh, I mean, you're, you're the producer, you're the editor, you are the, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're everything. You're the marketing girl. Like you literally do all the jobs. You're one person doing all the jobs and you have to be like business savvy in order to survive. 100% I've had to learn things doing this like accounts and stuff I would have never Mm -hmm. known before starting this job that I'd have to be my own accountant Uh, yeah I mean just before we hopped on I was talking to my dad about paying my taxes this year and I'm like I'm like yeah I I mean I gotta I gotta do all the paperwork I gotta pay my taxes this year you know yeah I actually did mine um last month mine were due and like it's stressful I hate it when it comes over to the tax period I'm just like no it's so stressful (laughs) it's crazy there's so much more to it and even like when you were just saying you take a load of pictures and you've got to choose the best one I feel like some people will be listening to that and be like oh that's not that hard like yeah it's not as hard as other people like there are so many amazing people out there like Mm -hmm. the NHS but 
there is more to do I just feel like you shouldn't pick up on someone's job until you try it yourself because it's mentally exhausting as well you've got to get the right lighting the right outfit like some outfits look rubbish on camera um oh 100 like Lexi and I my, my little sister Lexi we went and got coffee yesterday and we were like okay like let's take some cute like outside the car pictures and I was wearing this red sweatshirt and I was so comfy but then I went and I was gonna post it but like it looked like crap on my feed and normally I don't like care about that kind of stuff but I was like oh this just looks so crappy next to my other pictures I'm not gonna post this which once again is like kind of stupid and kind of silly like you said in comparison to like other jobs um but I mean it's it's just something that you know we as creative people have to think about yeah completely agree Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Should we go into the polls quickly before you have to pop off? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the polls. Yeah. The polls were so cute when you guys DM'd me, and then and then I went, I went and I looked, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love these. These girls are just like like everything for me. So let let <laughs> let's do the polls. Cute. Okay, I love the polls. Right? Do you drink two liters of water a day? I feel like this is a very Lily thing. Like every time you say drink your water, have your cup near you, and I'm like. Yeah. Have a sip every now and then so I've got I'm just having a sip now yeah yeah let, let's let's all take a sip little, I've actually got like ice water, tea but um water ASMR mm. I've got my iced tea and my Starbucks cup. I've got my iced tea <laughs> and my coffee and my water yum lovely ASMR mm. what did the people say <laughs> what was the poll resu- result right. 66 said always and 34% said never. Oh. I mean, I don't really know if I'm surprised, not surprised. I, I drink two litres. I do, but mm. I'm awful at the weekends. So in the week, I'll drink so much, mm, so much water. But um, at the weekends, I seem to flop off a little bit. And I do like flop turn, off. <laughs> I turn to more like gin, <laughs> gin and a couple of glasses of water. <laughs> I haven't had alcohol this year, I don't think. Oh, wow. I've just been having my water. I don't drink a lot but um yeah no I do like a gin at the weekend but I definitely drink less at the weekend (laughs) oh you're such a middle-aged woman (laughs) definitely (laughs) but it does make me need a wee like I don't know about you but honestly it's a bit of a drag like why do you think I wee so much (laughs) yeah it's true I'm always on the toilet yeah no me too I'm like always running to the like I'm surprised that I haven't needed a bathroom break yeah me too (laughs) like during this podcast (laughs) me too right next one I know I know I think I know Lily's answer but spin class love it or hate it love it I love it I love it but um spin class always gets me uh you know when you do a workout and it gets you feeling so nauseous afterwards because you've pissed yourself so much mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. either sick after a spin class or near enough to being sick it's so hard oh really it's yeah so hard. it really it's ridiculously it really hard <laughs> yeah it's yeah, the it's best workout though like in my opinion like I I've only felt sick I think like once or twice after but normally that's like if I don't eat before or like if I spin at night, I've found that I do so much better just because I've been like fueled throughout the day. Whereas like if I wake up and go to spin, um, I feel nauseous. So that's just like an interesting ah, little takeaway for me. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know if that has anything to do with just like being up and like drinking water and like mm. fueling my body throughout the day. Um, whereas like if I go in the morning, I feel like I'm going to totally throw up, but I love it. It's 
I wish that I had a bike in my in my house because I'm oh, I'd love to have so a much. Bike. Mm, yeah. yeah, I haven't been for so long, but that was actually the first. We have been in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> nor have I. <laughs> that was like the first exercise that I got into from since like PE at school. So like I hadn't done anything. I might have done like a couple of like weighted stuff, but apart from that, it was then spin that I got into after I liked having, like spin. two years off. It's I not my really favourite though. It. I think because it does make me feel so sick afterwards for like a good hour. I, I go in the evening as well after I've eaten, but um, yeah, it doesn't, it, I don't know. I feel like I push myself a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's- said they hate it, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's really is like a love it, you hate it thing. Yeah. I mean, it's such an intense cardio workout and you, I mean, you burn like 600 calories. So, mm. I mean- if you're not used to like that intense of a workout, it's so, it can be so taxing on your body for sure. Yeah. It's something that you definitely have to train for, I think. The perfect balance for me is just doing it like once a week when the gym's open. Like I'm not one to go and do it. Like some people do it every day, every other day, but uh, mm-hmm. no, it'd be once a week for me because I much prefer like hit classes or pump classes. Yeah. It's more me. You need to find an instructor that's not that hardcore. To yes, me, I agree. Yeah. You for life. Yeah. Oh my god. Spin spin instructors are scary. Like they're they, scary. They they're a different be. breed. They're a different I mean, breed. They 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 literally like live and breathe spin. And mm. I I think it's great. I love seeing people who are passionate about what they do. But yeah, I mean yeah. they they're all about spin. It's great. Yeah, yeah they're Definitely. enthusiastic. Yeah. Very much so. And they always have like an inspirational quote to throw at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah or they could be like right I'll turn that knob up I'll turn that dial up oh. I yeah. wondered yeah. what you were saying there it came across as such an in- innuendo on my oh, side. you were like I'll turn that knob I up meant- and I was like oh <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't even think about it like that but yeah, I'm sorry uh, maybe I'm the only sick-minded one it's fine oh. <laughs> No, now I think about it, I probably shouldn't have used that. I should have said the <laughs> dial. <laughs> Whatever the thing is in the middle, you know. Yeah, what I mean. no, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one. Angel numbers, they're a sign or not a thing? They're a sign. They're totally a sign. 100%. A sign for sure. 86% agreed as well. Nice. Definitely. Right, YouTube or Insta? This is hard. Uh, honestly just the way that I'm, I know I love them both so much. I love them both so much, but I feel like my audiences like don't necessarily cross over. Like, would you guys agree? Like, do you feel like your YouTube also follows you on Instagram or do you feel like it, that they don't cross? I don't feel like they cross. I, whereas I feel like my TikTok and my Instagram followers cross a lot, but not, I feel like my YouTube is just separate. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's interesting. So they're like, they're different in a way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're completely different platforms, aren't mm. they? Like, I think Instagram sometimes can be seen as a bit more, like, aesthetics, whereas mm-hmm. YouTube's very, like, raw, real, kind of like a podcast in a way. It's, like, very authentic and honest, and you can get away with it, whereas sometimes on Instagram you can't get away with it. Yeah, definitely. Which is really, really sad. And there's definitely some influencers who are more authentic and honest and true. And yeah. that's really refreshing to see, but 
it's not always like allowed in a way yeah I agree I do think though like Instagram especially with like reels on Instagram like it's becoming a lot less about like the feed and like the aesthetic whereas Mm, you know like I feel like this time last year it was all about having like the perfect feed and like you know this picture has to be perfect but now I mean people are starting to like not even use filters which is is, you know kind of cool so yeah yeah that's true 64 percent said insta so instagram but 36 percent said youtube so i feel like it was tied i don't think i even answered that question because i was tied between the two (laughs) yeah i don't think i've really got an answer for that Mm. next one avocado toast or oats oats (laughs) all the way (laughs) My ear burst. That was passionate. <laughs> I didn't answer this one. I like both. I love both. And I had I actually had oats this morning. Nice. Um, but but I had avocado toast for like the past seven days in a row. So I, it. <laughs> mm, it's I can't I can't day. avocado <laughs> toast. Mm, yeah. And then so I good. oats in the morning and then avocado toast like lunch and then obviously right it's like you you can have both why pick one when you can have both (laughs) sweet and savory perfect (laughs) exactly 72 percent said oats though so oh my gals (laughs) (laughs) walk or run walk i'm gonna say walk that is taking the nature and surroundings nice yeah Who's got time yeah. to run? I'm joking. Do you know what? I just said... Um, it's quicker to run, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I do love a good run now and then, but no, mm. definitely walk. I like a walk. Nature walk. Mm-hmm. 62% said walk, if I didn't already say that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. For me. Yeah, same. I forget, I forget what I voted on the poll, but right now... I'll say pancakes. Nice. Because that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. I think pancakes waffles are too heavy. Fruit. Yeah. They, they are. I need I need like a mini waffle. You know? Yeah. No, definitely. Like a t- like a tiny little baby waffle. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> rather than like one of those big, huge, like just fluffy waffles. Those things are huge. I only eat waffles on my period. Like it's a period craving. Yeah. But apart from that, it'd be pancakes. Mm, I'm a pancake girl. Right, next one, smoothie (laughs) or juice? Uh, I like both. I say juice. juice. Yeah, juice here too. Oh, see, I think I'm more of a smoothie girl. 73% said smoothie and 27% said juice. I'd rather drink a green juice. I feel like that's a little less heavy as well. I, I yeah, quite like I was going to say, I like the light things too. And I also don't like, okay, if I'm having like a, like a protein shake, like I think like a protein shake and like a smoothie are like two different things. I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing, but like no, protein shake is like, yeah, you know, it's like the protein powder, maybe like almond butter and like spinach and like almond milk and then like you're good to go for like a workout but then like a smoothie I'm like okay it's just a juice with pulp you know yeah no so I'd rather just have like like the juice without the pulp yeah yeah so what do you have in your juice then in my juice okay if I'm making it at home I love to do 
um, like a little bit of apple, maybe some spinach or kale, some lemon juice, and maybe like a cucumber. Like that's just a quick little like at home what I'll make. If I'm like getting it out, um, I really love to go, I love to go to like local, like fresh press juice places because that's when it tastes the best. Um, And there's a really good one around here. Um, It's just like a little like local restaurant. It's called Pablo's Bowls. I don't know if anybody listening would like be in the area to go to Pablo's Bowls, but they do like acai, they do juices and and they have a really good one. It's called like the Pineapple Express. Oh wow! It has, like, nice. I'm so jealous. Kale, I feel like we have is- we have nothing. We have nothing in London. Yeah, but really? in where in Essex, like where we're from, we have nothing like that. We have none of these vegan restaurants, these vegan cafes, these acai bowl cafes. Like, yeah, or fresh juice or anything. We have like Shake Away and stuff like that which is like, like milkshakes we were like yeah like chocolate bars and ice cream and like yeah caspers. yeah yeah like we, we have it. none That's of crazy. these things yeah crazy it's crazy I mean we didn't even have this stuff until probably like five or six years ago I want to say but I mean it's I think people are slowly like slowly 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 people are catching on to like more of the healthier options you know yeah, yeah, yeah hiking it was sort of establish here soon right we've got two more and then we're on to the mantra of the week so next one's chocolate strawberries or banana and nut butter yeah I like both I'd say say banana and nut at the moment for what I'm craving but I'm gonna say chocolate and strawberries that's my my Mm. fave I think I'm banana and almond butter I actually yeah mine would be almond no same it would always have to be almond butter for me Mm, but 68% of chocolate straws so that's the winner I'm wearing the minority earlier <laughs> it's good to be different <laughs> quirky unique yeah <laughs> sunrise or sunset rise for me I'd say I'll say rise I like the morning time me too mm. I'll say sunset just just because I'm not really a morning bird but I am gonna try my best be more productive and wake up earlier I am trying I think you've been so much better recently Nave. you've been yeah, really good recently puppy, but that's because yeah. she forces me up at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> oh, bless her. To six I'm like oh bless her, bless her. jinx <laughs> right so we're just going to end on our mantras of the week so Lily what's yours what 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 do you want our audience to leave on like the biggest takeaway or just like a little point to live by for the rest of the week okay to get you through the rest of the week I'm gonna say oh gosh normally I have like a little quotes like that I can just pull out of my back pocket um I'm gonna say get outside which is kind of annoying and more of an action than a mantra but recently I've been going on more walks and I've just experienced the beauty that is fresh air and it's so important just to feel the sun on your face. Like even if it's cold, just bundle up and go outside and just enjoy fresh air. Get out of your little little bubble if you can, if you can. I know some people obviously like can't leave their house as much. I don't know. Can you guys go on walks at all, or can you just yeah. like actually not leave? Okay. Yeah, we can go on walks and things. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, I would say you know feel the sunshine on your face. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. Just yeah. That's just different. Fresh headspace, just good, good vibes. Aaliyah, what are you ending on, hon? 
Mine's kind of sharp. Uh, stop labelling people. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like a sharp quote. Um, okay. Stop labelling people just because they're not like you. Hmm. Everyone's different. It's a bit of a Everyone sharp quote. That's yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm going to end on the purpose of life is a life of purpose. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I might have to write that one on a sticky note. Do it. It, link, it links to what you said about like leaving college and like fulfilling your purpose and breaking from the norms and doing what you want to do and like creating your own audience, like your own YouTube audience. Yeah, that's I mean, nice. yeah, that, that that's awesome. I love, absolutely love that. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on today. Like we really appreciate it. It's been such a great episode. Yeah, thank you, um, yeah and- I mean, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I've had an absolute blast chatting with you guys. So oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Oh, thank you. For anyone that does want to check you out, did you just want to quickly say your social medias? I know you've got to go soon, but um, yeah. Yeah. I just want to remind you. Yeah, yeah. so um, I also have a podcast. It's called 8020. And you can follow the podcast Instagram, which is at... 8020pod that's just 8020pod or you can check me out on instagram it's at lily rako that's just l-i-l-y-r-a-k-o-w and i also have a youtube channel so you can check out lily rako on youtube or you can go to lilyrako.com if you want to learn more about my health coaching business and how i can help you become the best version of yourself incredible Thank you so much for coming on again, Lily, and yeah. this lovely little chit-chat. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, girls. Thank you so much. Bye.